So, a couple of uh, things I'd like to say in beginning. And the first is actually, I, really, I just want to really appreciate my own teachers and the way I really have received teachings that have encouraged um, a lot of inquiry. And my main teacher for the first 10 years of my practice, who was Christopher Titmus, had a very strong element of inquiry. And often in retreats, he would um, lead periods of inquiry where he'd encourage people that had kind of uh, burning questions to really explore the question in real time with him. And they would have dialogue in the middle of the retreat. I had many of those dialogues with myself in, in retreats, often feeling rather uncomfortable and put on the spot and uh, terrified sometimes. And yet both those inquiries that uh, I had with him and um, his orientation on a kind of radical and consistent and uncompromising and constant willingness to question experience, find out about experience, not uh, rely on one's accumulated views and interpretations of experience, but to find out the kind of the living truth of things as it's happening right now. It was very, very influential on me. And I'd also like to cite the two, my two teachers in the Diamond Approach, um, Hamid Ali, or his pen name is A.H. Uh, Almas uh, for writing, and Sandra Maitri, who um, have been my teachers for the last uh, 12 or 13 years, and from whom also, that in, within the Diamond Approach, um, Inquiry, relational inquiry, dialogue inquiry is a really, really f uh, primary practice form. And so, um, even though our inquiry is kind of in a Dharma context, the influence of relational inquiry exercises has been very, you know, has been important for me. And we'll make time for meditative inquiry and reflective inquiry and uh, experiential inquiry. And also, we'll uh, fill that out always with some relational inquiry. And the, you know, the powerful way we can really um, make good use of each other's wisdom and each other's presence, actually, most primarily, as a kind of lens in which to see ourselves reflected, to see our minds reflected, to see our process reflected. So... This opportunity then to deepen the art of inquiry. And of course, there are many types of inquiry. And primarily, this is um, what we could call uh, spiritual inquiry. It will also encompass, though, um, psychological inquiry, emotional inquiry. What I'll call, and I'll explain this more as, we, as I go along this morning, kinesthetic inquiry or um, a sort of body-centered inquiry. And as we explore our sense of self and our sense of each other and our sense of world, that will also um, include, um, inevitably, a kind of social inquiry. And even though uh, a sort of inquiry into uh, social realities isn't the focus, particularly, of uh, this course, I also don't want it to get left out. Sometimes one of the um, limiting features of spiritual practices is a tendency to somehow ignore the world in favor of uh, some kind of inner realm as if 
some inner realm could even exist apart from the outer realm, the social realities. And I, it's funny, I was here last night at St. Luke's because my daughter runs an event here every month. And the event she runs, it's called The Uncomfortable Truth. And it's a form of social inquiry. So they have speakers each month and they look into um, uncomfortable social truths and realities, particularly related to prejudice and marginalization and giving voice to um, underrepresented or persecuted uh, uh, groups and identities. So there's often a focus on ethnicity and on um, sexual identity and uh, orientation. And it was just, there was a kind of, it was just rather lovely, one, just to be here last night and attend her event and see her kind of in action and uh, she was hosting and then uh, having being a speaker. And also just to reflect on, oh, here she is, leading a form of social inquiry in the same place, in the same weekend. And then, uh, so I feel like I've picked up the baton from her in a way that she passed on to me in leading her event last night. Um, I'll say more by way of um, introducing the structure and context for our inquiry practice through the weekend. But first of all, I'd, just, I'd actually like to hear a little from each of you. We'll, we'll, by inquiring this week, we'll be exploring together, sharing together, um, um, exposing our, ourselves in a way, exposing our life and exposing feelings and exposing views and exposing ideas and exposing sometimes maybe uh, certain discomforts uh, with each other. And so, as in any retreat situation, or as in the previous iterations of this event that you, uh, some of you have come to, we're kind of co-creating in a way, or building a field of trust, a field of support, a field of care for one another. And one of the bases for that field of trust and support and care is just is just having a sense of who we are. It's, um, it's difficult to care in the abstract, <coughs> or at least the care that we might have in the abstract doesn't have a lot of potency. And yet when somebody comes alive to us and we, oh, we kind of, it's like we understand, oh, they're human. Right? We don't really understand that otherwise. We see the, the human form, but we, do, we don't kind of get it. So um, I think we'll do that in two ways. Firstly, I just get you to just to spend a few minutes just turning to people next to you or in front of you or behind you and just introduce yourself and find out uh, something a little interesting about uh, why that person's here. And then after that, we'll go around and just have you present yourselves a little um, to the group. But first of all, let's just take a, minute, a few minutes to say hello and uh, get to know a little bit the, the two or three people nearby you. Ha, ha, ha.